In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Hey guys, well, welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. Well, as you know, we're in a series on how to communicate with God. And it's really important if you're just joining us that you go back and listen to the first three podcasts because we're talking about the Lord's Prayer. You know, we've mentioned that communication in a lot of people's lives is a lost art. A lot of us are living on social media. We communicate through text or through emails or through our platforms, but we really aren't communicating. We're not expressing our heart and our feelings, our concerns, our joy. We aren't communicating with one another. So I would say that if we need to learn to communicate with others, wouldn't you think that we also need to learn to communicate with God? You know, most of us come to God when we're in desperation. We're like, oh my gosh, God, where are you? I need you, I'm struggling, I just got this diagnosis, or my friend's going through this, or we just had a crisis in our life. And we come to God in desperation, but we don't come to God with intention. We don't come to God with passion. We don't come to God with an intimate relationship. And that's just a real, challenge I have in my life to really learn how to pray. If you know anything about me or you followed me for very long, you know that I love to prayer walk. So whether you're right now you're listening to us on our podcast or you're listening to me on my YouTube channel, one thing that I really believe in is how do we learn to pray? How do we learn to communicate with God? So today I want to take you a little deeper in the Lord's Prayer. In our last time together, I began to talk to you about how the Lord's Prayer starts off with our Father our Father. So go back and listen, spoiler alert. But I did talk about how God doesn't have any oldie children, right? He is our Father. He is the Father of humanity. So go back and listen to that one. But today I want to pick up point two that I think is so important in this series that I'm going through with you, and that is prayer brings honor to God. Why do we pray? Not just out of respect that He's our God, but we bring honor to God. You know, honor is something that's missing today. Um, I had the opportunity last week to actually go to a Shabbat with three dear Jewish friends. And one thing that I came back with was that I so appreciate that the Jewish people during Shabbat, they really know how to honor one another. The um, husband went over, the rabbi went over, and he laid his hands on his wife, and he prayed Proverbs 31 over her. And then he went to his children, and he prayed a prayer over them, and, and he just anointed them. And I thought, wow, we're missing honor in our society today. We're missing honor in our homes. We're missing honor in our hearts. We're missing honor in our country. And I think we're missing honor for God. So I think what happens in the Lord's Prayer is we stop and we begin to honor God. And what do I mean by that? Well, the Bible tells us when he teaches them to pray, he says, Our Father who art in heaven, listen, hallowed be thy name. This is what Jesus was teaching the disciples when they said, Lord, teach us to pray. He said, say this, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That means honor, holy, respect. We have to learn to honor God. He is sacred above all other names. He is not just any name. There is no other name given among others where we might be saved but the name of Jesus. The Bible tells us that. We have to understand the name of Jesus. We have to understand the name of God. You know, we live in a time where the name of God is taken so lightly. 
And I'm going to be honest with you, even in the church today among Christians, you know, it used to be we were a little more convicted about using the, the Lord's name in vain. But it's so easy to say, oh, my good Lord. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Now, as I'm saying those phrases, you might take offense to that, and rightly so, you should. But I believe we've taken God's name in vain. I think we've made his name common. It's become a phrase. It's just become a byword. And here's what the Bible says in Exodus 20, verse 7. The Bible says, you shall not take the name of your Lord in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Listen, God takes his name serious because there is no other name. Listen what the word of God says. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name, which by the name of Jesus, every knee would bow and every tongue would confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's Philippians 2. The Bible does not take his name lightly. He tells us in Acts 4.12, as I mentioned, there is salvation in no other name, for there's no other name under heaven given by men where, where we will be saved than the name of Jesus. So why do you think the enemy wants to shortchange that name? Why do you think Jesus understood when he taught the disciples, hallowed be the name of Jesus, holy, sacred, high, lifted up? Because it is the name whereby you are saved. You confess with your lips the Lord Jesus Christ. So let me tell you right now, before you go further in the Lord's Prayer, you might need to stop and confess and just say, I believe, God, I've taken your name in vain. It hasn't been on purpose. I haven't meant to belittle your name, but it's just become a habit where I literally just call out Jesus or I call out, oh, my God, or Jesus Christ, or oh, my Lord. And I've used it with vain repetition. I've not used it with the with the sacred reverence with which your name is to be held up. Psalm 148, 8 tells us in verse 13, let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is exalted, his glory above the earth. It is his name. So listen, the enemy wants to belittle and defame our name, our Lord's name. Don't make it common. You have to have reverence for that name. So let me just say to you right now, if you're listening to me and you say, you know, Tammy, I think I've really gotten in the habit of using the Lord's name in vain. I didn't think about it. I grew up in a home where people said, oh my God, or Jesus Christ. And, and I didn't mean to, then right now what you need to do in your heart right now is I believe you need to confess that, which just means you agree with God, where you just say, God, I guess I've gotten in a habit of using your name in vain. And, and honestly, I believe this is so important. I literally believe I need to teach you on how to not use the, the Lord's name in vain. I don't think Jesus would have said it to his disciples if it wasn't important. Holy, hallowed be the name of of the Lord. So right now, just stop and say, God, I'm just going to ask you to help me here. And every time I take your name in vain, will you just prompt me? Will you just speak to me in my heart and remind me? Will you just tell me to stop and confess that and find a new phrase, a new term for your expression instead of the precious, holy, righteous name of our Lord Jesus Christ? But the next thing I think knowing the Lord's prayer does is prayer brings heaven to earth. Prayer brings heaven to earth. What does the Bible say? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
In other words, on earth as it's already being done in heaven. This is part of the Lord's Prayer when I'm on my prayer walks and I'm praying the Lord's Prayer. I ask God to just open up the windows of heaven. I literally, now when I'm on a prayer walk, what I'm doing is I'm looking up to heaven. I literally get a picture in my mind of Revelation 4. I see the throne room. I see Jesus on the throne. I literally see that crystal sea of glass, that emerald throne room. I get a visualization of that. So if you're not a familiar with that, you might want to go to Revelation 4 and just begin to meditate on that and see the throne room. So when I'm walking, I say, God, I am seated with you in heavenly places, and I'm asking that you open the doors of heaven and that literally you bring heaven to earth, that while I'm on earth, I can see heaven, I can speak heaven, I can live heaven, I can be the hands and feet of Jesus, but I'm asking miracles to be released. I'm asking for healings to come. I'm asking for marriages to be restored. I'm asking for people that need work, that the doors open. I'm asking for people that are sick, that have cancer or brokenness or illness. In Jesus' name, open the windows of heaven, Bring your kingdom from heaven to earth. So as I'm walking and I'm having this dialogue with God, I'm literally asking that heaven come to earth. You have the keys of the kingdom. The Bible actually tells us in Matthew 6, when he's talking in the Lord's Prayer in verse 8, he says, God already knows what we need. He says, your father knows the things that you have need of before you ask. So before you even ask your request, God in heaven knows it and he's ready to release it until you start to see kingdom come, until you start to see that you can decree it, declare it, speak it, receive it here on earth, then you're going to always think there's a blockage. You're going to think heaven's doors are locked, heaven's doors are closed, heaven's doors aren't for you. Jesus is teaching the disciples to pray, open up the windows of heaven and let earth literally retain what is already in heaven. A little later in Matthew 16, verse 19, Jesus teaches his disciples and he tells them to agree with heaven. He says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I just want to shake heaven's door. Come on, somebody with me is listening right now and you need heaven to open up. You need a miracle in your life. It may be your marriage. It may be your health. It may be your hope. I don't know what you need God to do, but would you release all of the power and authority that you have in heaven and will you bring it to earth? Prayer is not only about information, it's about transformation. It's not just about knowing the Lord's Prayer and reciting the Lord's Prayer, it's about downloading transferable miracles here on earth. This is where your faith grows. You must believe that God really can, that God does and God will. Faith expects God to act. It is opening up with that key, faith. You are literally saying it so and believing it so to receive it so. You know, I heard a story and I think it's so great. I want to end with this. And it's a story about a small little community and they were having a horrible drought. And the people knew that if God didn't open the windows of heaven and if they didn't get rain, they were literally going to die. To, to die. They were going to starve. And so the people decided they would come together in the town square and they would ask God to open the windows of heaven. Just, God, we need rain, they said. So the people gathered and they began to pray, God, we need rain. God, rain on us. God, open the windows of heaven and rain on us today. And nothing happened. And the next day they gathered, oh God, this is our second day of coming. We are asking you, we're asking you to open the windows of heaven and let it rain on us today. 
and nothing happened. The third day they came together begging God, open the windows of heaven. We are in a drought. God, you know we're going to die if you don't rain on us today. And they looked over and a little boy approached them there in the town square. And the little boy began to pray. And the little boy simply said, oh God of the universe, rain on us today. Open the windows of heaven, I pray, and rain on us today. And within moments, it began to rain. It began to pour. The floodgates were open and it was raining so heavy they, they couldn't imagine why. God heard the little boy's prayer but didn't hear their prayer. They approached the little boy and they said, please tell us, when we prayed for God to open the windows of heaven, he didn't hear us. But when you prayed, he heard your prayer. Why did God hear your prayer and not ours? With which the little boy responded, because I brought an umbrella because I bought, brought an umbrella. I love that story. I love that story because you see the little boy believed God would answer and he was prepared for the outcome. Let me ask you today, do you have umbrella faith? Do you know that God's gonna answer and you know you have gotta open that umbrella because the windows of heaven are getting ready to fall on you. See, that's faith with action. That's asking and seeking and knocking with believing umbrella kind of faith. So let me ask you right now, what are you asking God for? What are you believing God for? What are you seeking? What do you need God to do? That's the kind of prayer that God taught his disciples on that mountainside. When you pray, pray like this. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You will see your prayer request answered when you believe that God wants to give good gifts to his children. Hey guys, I love you so much. I think this has been a great series. Um, there's so much more of the Lord's Prayer that we can open up and, and we may continue this series, but begin to meditate on the Lord's Prayer. Begin to get intimate with the Lord in this prayer. Pray the Lord's Prayer. Ask, knock, and seek, and you will receive. Thanks so much for joining us here at TAM Talks. And again, I'm going to ask you to share these, whether it is our talks from our YouTube videos or whether it's our podcast. Please share these, you guys. I love sharing my heart with you. And I believe God's got so much more for us ahead. So have a great day. Love you. See you next time. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on TAM Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotzenpeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.